1: Live on SEN track. This is Race Card with Gareth Hall. Text in anytime on 0499 736 736. And for all today's tips, head to the Track Hub on the SEN app. Saturday morning, Gareth Hall with you. It's time to mark your race card thanks to Ladbrokes. And what a day of racing. At Flemington, we've got the Mackaybe Diva, named after one of the very greats. The Bobby Lewis quality for the sprinters at Group 2 level. The Let's Alope Stakes, where we get to see the Wonder Mayor, Amelia's Jewel, step out for the first time on the eastern side of the country, the Wonder Mayor from the west. And in Sydney, who's going to put their hand out for a spot in the Everest when they conduct the Shorts at Group 2 level? We've got the first-ever running of the Million Dollar Seven Stakes, the T-Rose for the Phillies as they step up to the 1,400 metres, and the Kingston Town for the Stays. Adam Hamilton, you can throw in a Vic Bread Super Series night with 12 incredible Group 1s. It doesn't get any better for us racing fans.
2: No, it certainly doesn't, Gareth. Um, Good morning to you. And, yeah, look, really looking forward to this race day. And, look, there's so many highlights. But I think just in the scheme of Australian racing, um, Amelia's jewel stepping out of Flemington is just such a tantalising thing to look forward to. We've waited so long for this. Um, I think she's well and truly... Yeah. Earned the status she's got so far but the ultimate challenge comes today and then in the weeks beyond doesn't it too to show whether she is uh, the sort of horse that can do a bit of a northerly and genuinely transcend wa racing
1: yeah she's definitely the best horse to come out of wa katie Ke- queen was pretty good so that's might be a little bit harsh on her but uh, she
2: was yeah no 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 you're right uh, and and let's not forget had she not had her troubles along the way. I still don't think we ever saw the very best of us. so yeah you're, you're right. I think I think Amelia's jewel has done more at home than Arcadia Queen did, but um but she still got all of the great work that Arcadia Queen did away from home to to be ranked alongside of her.
1: so much to unpack today, so many questions will be answered and it's Macaibe diva Stakes day at Flemington and thanks to the VRC the man that wrote Macaibe Diva to her. Famous three Melbourne Cup victories. And uh, if you're around the Melbourne area, I highly recommend that you get to the VRC in Flemington today because the champ will be on course. And Glenn Boss, talking about champions, joins us here on Race Card on this Saturday morning. Bo- Bossy, welcome to SEN Track and Race Card. Um, you must be looking forward to catching up with your favourite girl once again.
0: Yes, good morning, Gareth. How are you, my friend? I am
1: well, mate. I am well. It's a, What a day it promises to be at Flemington.
0: Yeah, I can't wait to um, catch up with my 25 year old girlfriend again. It's been a little while.
1: When was the last time you saw her?
0: Uh, about six months ago, actually. So, yeah, um, yeah and she just looked unbelievable. So, um, yeah, it, obviously, it's, every time you see her, you know, it's quite an emotional for me, for certain, because, you know, it just takes you back to all those memories. And it's, it's more of a reflection of her, what she did for me. Let's be honest. Um, I'm so uh, in awe of what she actually did for me. She changed my life.
1: She Yeah, you, you've you've talked about her on numerous occasions, but I love the story of her final Melbourne Cup because there was the narrative. We all love the theatre of racing, and you had to go and give her a gallop after that Cox Plate victory at Mark Dell, Lee Freeman's property. And um, can you tell us that story once again? Because I love hearing it. She basically told you, didn't she, that day that she's ready to go?
0: Yeah, yeah, it was pretty... Um, you know after Cox play that was a bit of a gut busting run for her and she never ever let us down as far as when she pulled up she's always fine but that day was a bit different Um, it hurt her a bit so you know there was no smoke and mirrors going into that third cup because Lee was very adamant that he was only taking her there if he thought that she could win Um, he wasn't there to go and run second or third Um, so we had to make sure that we dotted all the I's and crossed all the T's and he asked me to come down to the market on a Thursday and, and she was like goosebump material. Like it just, I was just so in awe of how this athlete was just doing what she was doing. And, um, after we got up to her on Derby morning at Mornington, um, basically we knew that from that point on that she could win the car. She was just low flying. Um, so, you know, from Saturday, Sunday, Monday, I was like a kid with the, the, the trophy, uh, the, the the present under the Christmas tree. I couldn't open it, but I knew it was in it, <laughs> you know. It was, um, <laughs> yeah, so she was just remarkable.
1: Adam, in your time covering this wonderful game, I don't think we'll ever see anything like McIbe Diva, what she was able to achieve in our greatest race.
2: No, and no, she was it, just mm. like, she transcended racing as well, didn't she? Yeah. That was the... Uh, that was a great thing about it, and and Bossy, look, another story. I, I I don't think many people would have would have heard this story yet, but uh, you said you saw her about six months ago. I love this story, and you took a few friends with you when you were doing some filming, and mm-hmm. they got to see the bond that that you and Mackay Diva had as well. Just just take us through that reunion in front of some. You know some superstar sporting people who were almost drawn to tears themselves,
0: yeah, so you yeah, we went down there I took um Ty Keneally, you know ex swan superstar Irishman and and uh, Michael Crocker, who's you know arguably one of the greatest footballers that put a jersey on um, play for australia and, and queensland and these are hard men you know like and 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 achieved great great stuff in their own individual sports um and it was a remarkable, like I said, we honestly felt like we were in the presence of something very special when mm. they were around her. It was, and, and just to sit down and, and watch these guys get reduced to almost tears, like all, Ty Keneally was crying. He was actually, after we, after we walked away, he was actually t- c- crying. He said, mate, this is such a special thing, I'm just, just and he was thanking me and, for that moment. I said, mate, don't thank me, it was her. Um,
2: but it's because of that bond, isn't it, Bossy? That bond that you and her had—like she recognised you, she came up to you—and it was mm. a genuine reunion between between horse and rider, wasn't it?
0: Oh, it is, Hemo. It's just I'm I'm in awe of her all the time. Um, so there's so much respect, um, and definitely there's a bond there that you have, and you know, I'm. It's not like a movie set, but I'm. They recognise your voice. They know who you are. Um, so, you know, when you've been with them and had those moments with them, they understand who you are. And, um, and of course, you, you get emotional because you, you, you actually uh, – it takes you back to all the great stuff that you did together. Um, and to have someone like those guys witness it, uh, it was a real privilege, actually.
1: So what did you used to say to a boss as you headed to the gates? Did you need to talk to her? How, did she like to be left alone? Um, as you headed to the barriers for a Melbourne cup, can you take us inside that uh, an insight into that?
0: Yeah, oh, there was always lots of conversations, but the conversations were always the same it was it was always you know like keeping trying to keep her heart rate down and keeping her relaxed which wasn't hard, but every time they get it, when you feel her come up underneath you and get a bit you know, antsy, I used to call her mum all the time like woo, mum, woo, mum' that was just my words, and you know talk to her like like she was your girlfriend kind of thing and you could one ear would always come back. She was always listening, you know, even in in the run, Um throughout the race. You know, if I could feel her come up underneath me when I wasn't quite ready, Um, it was just woo mum, woo mum, and and you just feel her her head would just come down again, you know. If, you know, if, if she was always waiting for your command. Um, oh, she she was like the perfect perfect course that you could any jockey would have loved, like even Stephen King and he won on her twice that preparation to her last prep um you know he, he was just in awe of her because this athlete was just in such a great place
1: was there a moment like in a melbourne cup in that cox plate that famous picture when there's six or seven across the track and you're the only one sitting there like a lamb and basically everybody's under pressure that you thought you're on a different planet with her there was a i don't know can you describe that that feeling um, th- where the universe and you and her seem to be as one. You're like you're in a different, d- different hemisphere than all of us.
0: Every time I wrote her, I felt like I was like that, unbeatable. Yeah. I felt like I was untouchable, um, and that's just the confidence thing. I knew how I knew what I had um, underneath me, and I knew I could. I knew I could go and do the job. I just had so much trust um, on, on what I had to do, and like in myself, and I had so much trust in her. Um it's, it's a rare thing. You know, you see with Huey and Winks and Black Caviar and, and Trumby, you know, you, you see that trust and that bond. Um, and as a young jockey, you just hope and wish one day that you actually get to do that, have a, have a champion underneath you that you have this bond. Um, and I was so privileged that she walked into my life, you know, and I, I was able to, you know, go on that journey, that magic carpet ride that she took me on. That journey is
1: a... Bossy. Yeah, sorry, Adam, Go.
2: No I, was, no, I was just going to say, like, uh, you when you're going for that third Melbourne Cup, uh, not just A-Nation, many parts of the racing world there, anyone who had any interest in sport or racing was watching that three and a half minutes or so. But the thing that surprises me is um, she gave you such a strange confidence and a calm confidence that day that you were far more nervous in that Ladbroke's Cox Plate than you were that last Melbourne Cup?
0: Oh, God, the, the Cox Plate was... You know, it was a different beast for me. Um, like, like Hamo, I used to have... a, I used to have 20 dreams at night. I could ride them backwards, fall off, get back on, they'd win. I, I was always winning, every time, you know? But the night before the Cox Plate, I had all the dreams and I got beat. I, I was just... And I never slept well. Um, because I, it was... I. I had a feeling that that might be the last time I ride it was the Cox Plate because, you know, we put all our eggs in one basket. We wanted to just win the Cox Plate. And I just had this feeling that I didn't want to shoot Bambi. I thought I, it, there's only one thing that could stuff this whole thing up. It was me, polar error. And I, so I felt the pressure that night like I'd never felt pressure before. Um, I turned up the races. I was a, I was a mess. Um, and I was, just, I was just not there. I, I, I can't remember riding my first three or four rides before I got on her. Um, and I was, it just, and it was, for me, that was really foreign territory because I'd never got to this spot. And, um, I I used to do all this stupid stuff when I, before the majors or, you know, I'd I'd walk into the bathrooms and look myself in the mirror and, you know, I'd get myself into, into my spot, you know, I'd tell myself, trust yourself, you're on the best horse. And the last thing I do is tell myself to relax. And that was just my trigger. Um, that day, I, mate, I walked in the bathroom and I, I said, have a look at yourself. You're just gone, bossy. For Christ's sake, pull yourself together. And I was. <laughs> How did you- and I, had to, I couldn't do it the first time, Gareth. I had to go. I had to walk away and then come back to the bathroom a couple of minutes later. And this is when the horses are in the enclosure. And I said, bossy, please just trust yourself. You know you're on the best horse in the world right now. Just trust yourself. And then I said, please just relax. And then all of a sudden, woof, it just came over me. And boom, I was in the zone. I walked out there and I said, mate, it's That's it. It's all over. (laughs) And I remember talking
1: to you on on a few occasions and the visual, the visualization that you've had before big races, like your record in the big races is second to none, but you can, you know, and you can see it before it actually happens. Um, I find that really interesting that you struggled that time before the Cox plate, because I would imagine that preparation and mentally the game that you have to play before the big dance gives you confidence Mm. as well. Um, bossy did you talk oh, to anyone to help you in that situation
0: no i just did it myself yeah but the thing is though gareth at flemington ramwick whatever on these beautiful big spacious tracks if you lose half a length okay don't worry about it you'll make it up somewhere else just chill out it'll be all right if you lose half a length in a lad cox plate you lose the cox plate it's that simple you like everything has to be perfect and you look at the winners of all the races in that one elaborates cox Plates they've had beautiful runs. It hasn't been too many that have had, you know, uninterrupted bad runs and checks and stuff and still get up and win. Because Mooney Valley is just that track, you know, things can go awry very quickly there. Um, So I felt the pressure that I had to get it right. um, Because if I got it wrong... I'd be the bloke that would be forever remembered as getting beat on her in a Cox plate,
1: you know. Yeah, and you're forever remembered as one of the great riders along with her that you never made a mistake on her and on in those big dances when you had the a nation riding with you. Um, I want to ask you, uh, we haven't got much time with you because I know you're busy today. The Craig Williams situation with Giga Kick it, it it's, I think racing that's why I love it because. I can have the theatre like it's produced this week and you got to feel for Craig Williams, but you can also see the other side of the argument, what Rocket Douglas and Jonathan Munns and Clayton Douglas um, have gone through to make this decision. What have you made of all of this, Bossy?
0: Oh, I feel very very safe for Craig. I mean, yep. he's had a great association with the Hawks and guess what? Yeah, he got it wrong. There's no doubt he got it wrong. The most perfect thing about our sport in particular is it's imperfections. If there's so many variables in our game. And yeah, and Craig got it wrong. He admitted he got it wrong. I think the biggest part that, about this thing was Rocket Douglas going off like a two-bob watch. Mm. Like, he shouldn't have got, He shouldn't have said the things he, he did. In the heat of the moment, I understand we've all done it at times. Sometimes there's a time and a place where you take a step back and go, oh, okay." and I'm sure the light of day, the next day he would have felt a bit different, Rocket. Um, I think that's what cost Craig the ride. You know, his theatre of going to town like he did. Because, you know, all the press gravitated towards it and they grabbed it Mm. and made a big story out of it. And that's the way it is. But, you know, Craig's a professional. He'll move on. He'll go out there and give Mr. Brightside a great ride today and he'll he'll put that one to bed.
1: And, Bossy, where's the fine line? Because I think he's lost the ride, not because of the result there. It's because he missed the kick. And they believe, I think, that he gave him too tough of a run first up when he's got bigger grand finals in front of him. And you've been on champion horses that have got big preparations in front of them as well. Um, mm. How difficult is that as a jockey when you're on a short price favorite, but you know, if you've missed a kick on this occasion that geez, you've got the Everest and you've got say a golden mm. Eagle to come and you, 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 you want to make sure that you don't give him too tough a run because you want to have something left in the tank. Going forward, but you're on that short price favourite. How how difficult is that for a jockey to commute um, in a race like that?
0: Well, Craig simply made a split second decision and it was the wrong one. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's sport, right? You know, that's the thing. It's just it's sport. It's you're not if you haven't got a console in your fingers and you can go back and push rewind and and go and do that again, or you get killed in battle, it doesn't matter. I just I resurface again. You know, what I mean, it's not, this is not games. It's not a TV. TV. It's sport, and split-second decisions are made, and sometimes they're not the right ones, and that was simple. That you know, and, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, he was a, he was a dollar ninety, right? People were expecting that horse just to go out and win, mm. but unfortunately, he probably wasn't ready to win, so his price his price didn't probably reflect. And guess what? He got beaten by a bloody good horse too, like seriously good horse. <laughs> so. Anyway, and, we have to and, just
1: move on. Yeah, and it's great, great theory in a way. This is why we should have a, a documentary at him. And I know that, um, Entain have been <laughs> leading the way, but it would have been a lot of fun, Rocket Douglas, with the cameras on him during that week, and even Craig. But then the other jockeys, Bossy, trying to get underneath Craig, which which they need to do because it's that brutal game, isn't it? It's dog eat dog out there. And if they think that there's an opening for Giga Kick, then. Your manager needs to be on the phone,
0: doesn't he? And Mac has won the battle. Oh, you're there. not doing your job. Yeah, you're not doing your job. If you, I would have done it. Oh, don't worry. Yeah. I would have been. I would as soon as I walked the step. As soon as I grabbed my phone out of the jockey's yeah. room, I would have been on the phone. Yeah. because that's you no. Know, you're not doing your job otherwise. And Craig would have um, done the same as as well. I would no, imagine. Of course, and don't worry. Craig was fully expecting that. Yeah. Like he knew. As soon as he, as soon as he got went across the line, he went. He would have went. Uh oh. Uh oh. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. I was, he would have felt it. Don't worry. Yeah. Hey, Amelia's jewel.
1: How good is she? Oh,
0: my God. Yeah, um, probably in the top three horses in the planet, uh, in Australia at the moment, yeah. I'd say. Um, and today's probably the day that we'll find out. But um, I know it's a big call for me to say that she's in the top three, but I think she is. Um, oh, God almighty, it's going to be we, – we've got the Maccabi there, then we lead into her. What
2: a great day of racing we've got here planned and So
0: um, I'm really looking forward to it, to be honest. So um, if she Should, comes out just and one quick, either way.
2: One quick question. Yeah, Bossy. One quick question on her. So, put yourself in Damien Lane's shoes here. She's drawn the outside, um, and it's over fourteen hundred, which is not an ideal start for outside barriers. But, but what do you do? Like, well, for starters, is it a massive negative, or are there some pluses to being, you know, out in clear air?
0: No, he'll just be back free wide with cover. You know what I mean? That's where that's, and he'll be happy with that. You know what I mean? Now, Flemington's a big flat track. He can sit three wide with cattle track and just win. So he's, he won't have too much pressure on him. Um, he knows he's on a very, very good animal. Um, and Simon Miller's, mate, he's no dope, this bloke. I'm, he's brought her here ready to win. He wouldn't be bringing anything. thinking, no, mate, don't worry, it's not ready yet. Um, because every race with her is very important. Um, you know, he might even, I know he said he probably won't go there, but he'll probably end up with an Everest calling after if she comes out and smashes him today. Um, I don't know. I don't know who, who knows who holds her oyster at the moment. I, I just hope she goes out and does what we expect her
1: to do. That's going to be interesting because Simon, he's great. He's great, mate. The late great Dean Lester said, "Simon, yeah. you can't, you can't win an Everest and a, an eagle. You need to choose one." But Peter Walsh has come out in the media this week saying we haven't ruled out the Everest just yet. Now I don't know. Well, it might have well, been yeah. yeah, an interesting conversation there this week after this race, Bossy. But you might be on the money. I wouldn't completely after. Listening to Peter Walsh, I wouldn't completely rule out an Everest as well for her.
0: Um, no. Hey, well, you know, when you've got a great, a very good horse like that, all cards should be on the table. And if they're flying right now, mate, you go and do what you have to do right now. Because guess what? Next year, she might be here. Mm. You know? Just, honestly, you take it when you can get it, mate. Because, you know, horse isn't horse racing, she could be not here next year. So, if she's up and around and puts her hand up and says she can win an Everest and a goal, they go, <laughs> are you serious?
1: Yeah. Like I mean, really? There's a, there's you a, go there, right? You there, go there. There's a Ladbrokes Cox Plate that they've got in mind as well. So that's how good she is. They yeah. don't know what her best trip is, but we'll find out a little no. bit more today. Hey, Bossy, um, you, we need to let you go. The VRC, you've done a wonderful job to get you there with Maccabi Diva. If you have a dollar for every selfie that you take today... Um, you'd be, you're be you led to your million dollars. That you, You're a multi-millionaire. We all know that, Bossy, but you're led, oh, yeah. you'll make a fortune today, brother. It's going to be great fun. Um, Say hello to everybody and say hello to the mayor for us, mate. Um, Thanks, Gareth. You're Thanks, Hamo. Always
0: great to chat to you.
1: Yeah, Is you'd it? like to start. Thank you. There's Glenn Boss there. Good
0: f- on you, near,
2: Bossy. You,
1: you could speak to Bossy all Thanks, day, man. mate. Those insights with Maccabi David, but I was fascinated in that Craig Williams discussion. Now, you're close to Rocket Douglas and the camp. Um, what did you make of this week? I can understand... Like, I can understand both sides of the story. Like, when you when you have a horse like that, and he mustn't have pulled up very well for mine, for them to be so angry um, and then to make that decision. And you feel for Cray wins because he basically hasn't done anything wrong but until last Saturday. But he's paid the ultimate prize because I think that they believe that he put the horse's um, campaign into jeopardy because of that tough run that they... He, he gave Giga kick first up and it's a brutal game where there's so much money on the line
2: yeah and, and and I think that's a crux of the issue isn't it not um you know not not that Giga kick was beaten it was more just what the way that he got beat. would have taken yeah. yeah because I mean we all want our horses hitting the line pretty strongly don't we but Giga kick was all out with about a hundred, hundred, hundred and fifty 150 meters to go as far as rocket goes look, I'm not great mates with him, but I've had a lot to do with him over the years. I love him because mm. he's unapolog- unapologetically open and expressive. And he absolutely wears his heart on his sleeve. Is that everyone's cup of tea? No. But do we need different people like yes. life, Gareth? Absolutely we do. So I, I, think, I think anyone who wants to personally attack, uh, you know, Rocket back for his comments, you know, and, and, Speak, though, let's be really honest like anyone who knows rocket knows that there's no malice in what he's saying it's just an express an overly emotional yep. expressive way of saying it large you know largely tongue-in-cheek um, as far as you know the actual words he was using but uh, I think we've got to be really careful that we don't want everyone to be vanilla and boring in life, Gareth. And
1: Rocket was great with the way that he came out in the media. Oh, and he apologised to Craig Williams. He made a mistake. He shouldn't have said, I think, that he wanted to choke Craig in the mounting yard. It was but a he, terrible choice of words. 100%. But I don't yeah. like, we all know what he meant there. And he's apologised and we move on. But you don't want those characters taken away from the game because you need that a little bit of theatre. And Craig Williams has been all through this. Uh, David Hayes publicly um, sacked him, I think, once upon a time when he was riding for Lindsay Park. But the great narrative about this is that Craig Williams is a champion. He understands this game better than anyone, and he's been able to inspire, and he can inspire people once again, saying, well, you can get knocked down but you can find a way to take a positive out of this. And he's done it in previous years and he gets a chance to win a group one with Mr. Brightside today. And um, yeah, and that, that they're close to the horse, the Douglas family, Clayton. This is his big chance to have a, a hall of fame type of galloper. And they were hurting after that, that race there, not because of the result, but the way that that horse must have pulled up. So it's an emotional game, and that's why we love it. And it'll be a fascinating narrative with MacDonald now taking over, whether he can be fit enough to be ready to ride that horse in the Premier Stakes. We'll take a quick break. It's 11.26. This is Race Card. Thanks to Ladbrokes on this Saturday morning.